Hey guys, how's it going? My name is Josue Ruiz. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a long time since I made a podcast. Of course, we had so many plans for 2020 and then, you know, everything that happened. But no worries there. Uh, today's message is very, very simple. Um, a lot of things going on, a lot of things uh, to think about. Um, but I'm just going to tie it all in with the message I have here called that I call the popular notion of the Messiah so basically kind of explaining how uh, we think about Jesus who he really was what he really did and uh, the movement he really had I kind of want to speak on that uh, which is what we're seeing today people trying to bring change and you know acceptance and uh, justice basically and so I'm gonna keep it simple with uh, just what Jesus came to do and what his purpose was. Hey guys, how's, what's going on? Uh, today I want to bring in a interesting concept here. Um, so like I said before, I want to highlight on what Jesus really came to do and what he was and the popular notion of the Messiah. I want to start off by uh, saying that unfortunately the popular notion of the Messiah is that he's this peaceful guy coming in and kind of telling people, yeah, you can do whatever you want to do. We no longer have the law uh, because if you do something wrong, I'll forgive you. Um, that's kind of, yeah, I mean, he will forgive us. Um, but let me let me kind of stir your mind up a little bit. Um, with here with Matthew 10. And he says, uh, do not think I have come to bring peace onto the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to sit a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a person's enemies will be those of his own household. Whoever loves the father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. So what does Jesus mean here? Did he not come to bring peace? Like, is everything you thought about Jesus wrong? No, of course not. Um, what he's saying here is um, Jesus is trying to say that there's some, you know, for his, for, there's going to be a time. He's talking about the future as well a little bit, I think, and if I'm totally wrong, please feel free to correct me. Um, but he's kind of, so there's this movement that he's making. Uh, Jesus is getting ready to die on the cross, of course. And he knows what's the things that are about to come. The early church is going to have to fight through some things. Um, the early church is going to have to fight against the Roman Empire and their beliefs and their systems and their um, even their way of life. So he's kind of, um, you know, for example, today. Uh, the even this concept which is really weird the concept of racism some people are separated or divided against the issue or even justice um, uh, the sense of justice what is justice well, how should we handle justice how there's people separated over this there's people divided against this so Jesus is saying he's bringing this movement here and he says that um, you know people will be divided and people will, you know, um, but he says, if you love me, you know, if you if you lose your life for me, you should find life. 
Like he says, he's the way, the truth, and the life. And no one should go through the Father except through Jesus. And so that ties into that verse, I believe. I think, um, let me put it that way, because obviously I'm not a scholar. So I'm just kind of thinking here. But it ties into um, Jesus has this purpose, this this change, this, this new um, revolution. And people are not used to that. And they're not, um, it's different. So there's people whose ideologies will not change. There's people who will fight against what he's come to do. But he is the truth. He is the foundation. And I think um, just for this, this sermon that I'm making, the popular notion of the Messiah, I think sometimes um, we overlook uh, his peacefulness. Yeah, he was he was kind. He was a great example of, of of kindness and a great example of how we should be love one another. But his um, his morality was not compromised by the people he hung around with. Uh, he hung out. Jesus was you know friends with everyone. You know, tax collectors, you know, if someone today and age, it's kind of like if um, how would I put it. And the most simplest way is, is like two groups that, you know, definitely disagree with each other and they're kind of, you know, hanging out with them. And, you know, they came, you saw them together and you're like, oh, why is he hanging out with that person? Like, is he starting to believe what he believes? Uh, no, no. It just means you're loving them and trying to, you know, love them. Um, and your morality shouldn't be compromised if you have a strong foundation. I think that's something deeper we can go into as well. When you hang out with someone with different values than you, you have to make sure you have a strong foundation because then they can kind of start, um, because you think you have to love them, you have to start accepting what they believe. That's not necessarily true. Remember, Jesus would hang out with these people to show an example, to show who he is, to show truth, to reveal something to them, to have a new um, way of life and understanding of life. He wasn't there to get changed. He was there to be the change, to be the example. And I think that's something we should carry about Jesus and what he had. You know, be like Jesus. You know, be, uh, that means also be ready, you know, when the devil's tempting him. Um, he's ready with the word. He's ready with, uh, you know, the sword. Like he says, uh, I didn't come, I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. What does that mean? The sword is an example to the word of God. He's he's uh, he's ready to bring truth. He's ready to bring the sword. He's um, you know ready to fight, I guess. But I mean that's kind of you know going hard uh, here at the beginning of the of, of this podcast. So let me dial it down. Um, Jesus was um, a great person. He um, he had a lot of change and. Um, he he Jesus was uh, he had to say some things that didn't make sense because then he would make us think he would make us uh, look at our way of life and double think and those who wanted who could understand would uh, have a change in their heart the Holy Spirit um, and this is the one thing about uh, change uh we as humans can never change anyone even though we can try 
you know, persuasive, ethos, pathos, and the other one, and, you know, we can try all that, but who really changes God is, um, you know, our hearts, our hearts, uh, I think, are hardened, and, you know, when we can kind of make sense of what Jesus is trying to say, um, then uh, we can go ahead and break that barrier down, the Holy Spirit goes back, and um, we allow the Holy Spirit to take over our heart, and kind of, um, you know, take over um, and make peace with, you know, uh, with God and, and ourselves and our mind and our body and soul. But let me read um, something that kind of connecting to this. It's in Deuteronomy 30, and I like it because it's in the Old Testament. And, you know, we think, I believe, um, and uh, most Christians believe that the story is not made into two sections. It's actually one story. Uh, with hyperlinks uh, to all of the Bible that we can find. Um, and so there's this verse that we always, I think, think is for us to kind of like, oh, okay, um, well, let me just read it. So the Lord your God will make you abundantly prosperous in all the work of your hand and in, and the fruit of the of your womb and in the fruit of your cattle and the fruit of your ground. For the Lord will take uh, sorry for the lord will again take delight in prospering you as he took delight in your fathers that's he's talking to the uh to the people that came out of egypt uh, and when you obey the voice of the lord your god to keep his commandments and his statutes that are in the book of the law and when you turn to the lord your god with all your heart and all your soul so I think we always kind of look at the first part and say, oh, God's going to prosper me. So I just have to go to church and kind of know some verses. And yeah, Jesus did that on the cross for me. Cool. Um, well, I, I think we have to go deeper than that. I think it says here, it says, when you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul. So I think he's trying to get us to understand that it has to go much deeper than um then just knowing some things and um you know kind of just going to church on sunday i think there's a deeper uh, relationship we um we get to with god when we really seek him and i think he does that even with the uh with matthew 10 um those who are really understanding god and open our hearts to God, we understand kind of what he's talking about, but those who um, kind of, he, here's a uh, kind of something that I want to say, sometimes we love Jesus because we feel like uh, Jesus kind of lets us do what we want, it's like we love Jesus for, um, for for the low morality we might have with Jesus instead of the Old Testament, of course, there were so many laws. Um, and so I think we love that part of Jesus. We love that we're kind of, uh, you know, if we do something, he forgives us and he loves us. And um, But we forget that Jesus uh, came here to be an example. He, I think he even made the commandments more harder he well not the commandments but he kind of says that we have to be like him i mean that's impossible really um but what he means is that we have to 
Um, I think uh, there's a sermon I wrote called Sin is Not a Quest. And I think we overthink sin. Um, sin is basically just following uh, our human morality rather than God's uh not morality i'm sorry that we follow our own knowledge before jesus's knowledge or god's knowledge um that's what basically what sin is and i think we make sin a quest it's like we make this thing or like oh i want to be perfect and then we fall obviously and then we're like you know what i don't want to be christian anymore and then people tell us about jesus it's like oh well jesus will kind of um Jesus is there. He died for my sins so I can kind of do whatever I want and then just ask for repentance. Um, I don't think that's the cycle we should take. Obviously, he does forgive you um, if you have a forgiving heart. But if we don't really acknowledge God with our hearts, um, love God with all our hearts, like Deuteronomy says, I don't think uh, we really get far. We're just going to kind of be in this cycle as uh, I don't want you to feel uh, you know convicted by that um, and if you do you know kind of pray about it but uh, my point here is that Jesus is not this you know kind of hippie guy walking around saying we can do whatever we want hooray Jesus will forgive us uh, that verse is very powerful Matthew 10 because you know he isn't here to he's here to bring the word he's not here to bring peace uh, but he's here to make a new uh, covenant he's here to make a new um, you know love him he says love God with all your heart and love your neighbor um, he's here to say that he's here to say that um, he's here to basically kind of um, show us uh, an example of how we should be and how we should act and how we should and you know how we should really behave and what we should think obviously not brainwash of course there's some practicality to it jesus teaches us how to you know he teaches about relationships community uh you know keeping your body a temple uh you know stuff like that and um that's what he teaches us he's not here to like brainwash us but um, I think I'm speaking to the popular notion of who we think the Messiah was. Um, and, you know, I say I think we have a, a wrong uh, notion of who he was. Um, kind of. It's paradoxical. Like, at the same time, yeah, he was, um, you know, kind. He was caring and compassionate and understanding. Like a father. He's a father, you know. But... I think we overlook uh, the God side of God, if that makes sense. His um, justice. That's a really big word right now. His, um, what he thinks morality is. We overlook that. We overlook what uh, he thinks morality is. We overlook what he thinks sin is. We overlook, uh, I guess, the hard part of it, I guess. Um, and uh, like I said, sin is not a quest. Sin is not uh, something if we follow Jesus. If all our foundations go to Jesus first, uh, we, you know, we're going to be okay. And that's what Jesus wants us to know. There's freedom. There's, there's, there's freedom to him. Uh, there's freedom through Jesus. He says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. We, he is life. He is. And... 
practically how does that look like i think um with you know all the bible verses that take out of context i think um sometimes we think like richness and money and fame is is peace and and that's not that's not it i don't think i think it's peace within yourself um you know i think there's very strong christians out there who and this is a strong opinion so it could be wrong but i think there's uh strong christians who have never had to deal with uh, i mean not that they have to deal with sadness but there's very strong christians who who know that when they do get sad they pray and they feel better there's christians who uh, haven't had to deal with uh, depression and uh, because of jesus and don't get me wrong i think they've been sad of course but they haven't gone through you know anxiety or maybe they have and they pray about it and you know they they are cured and that's what uh um, jesus is here to um i think that's what jesus wants us to have just peace i mean uh, i mean kind of like calmness because i guess i can even <laughs> contradict what he's saying but with that he doesn't mean he's not going to be peaceful he means he's here to bring truth he's here to bring the word he's here to bring that's what he means in that verse it doesn't mean he totally doesn't want peace for anyone um he's kind of playing on the word um and saying what we think of peace is not how jesus thinks of peace i think um i'm not a scholar or anything by that means so please please go figure this stuff out yourself um and kind of make uh read the bible of course read read uh read it in context um and what he's trying and what the writers are trying to portray and what jesus is trying to say um well that's what i think and i believe that he was playing on the word peace and jesus brings us calmness he brings us uh you know the fruits of the spirit he brings uh, gentleness and and you can see that when you know when the christian is a christian you can see those attributes uh, but going back and kind of summarizing uh, I just kind of want to go into like the popular notion of the Messiah. Um, I think um, he did kind of bring division. Uh, and people, you know, in households, sadly, sometimes when you're a Christian, um, you know, you kind of people, um, you know, they kind of cast you out. You know, that can happen still today and age. Um, and we live in a world that's accepting, but, um, that kind of falls upon itself because, um, there has to be one main, um, foundation or else it all kind of self refutes itself. But, um, that's just some thinking I'm doing here. Uh, like I said before, go, go, f uh, I think the best thing is that, you know, we kind of, uh, go and uh, kind of see these things for ourselves. Uh, but my summary here at the end, sorry, I've been done like three times. Um, the basic idea from this is that I think we should look deeper into our hearts and see, you know, am, am I really, um, why do I love Jesus? Do I love Jesus because he kind of lets me do whatever I want? Or do I love Jesus because I know uh, there's a deeper um uh i won't say ontology but i don't know if that's the right word uh, there's a bigger purpose than me and than earth uh there's something greater than me out there looking out for me he cares uh, that's actually the next verse on uh, chapter 10 here 
uh, uh, let's see, it's actually verse before. It says, Fear not, therefore you are more valuable than many sparrows. So everyone who acknowledged me before men, I will also acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. And then, you know, but whoever denies me before men, I will also deny me deny before my Father who is in heaven. Um, and like I said, Jesus, you know, God's like a father. He he cares, he understands, he loves us. Uh, but the thing is, do we love him? Do we acknowledge him as a father? Do we go to him when we're scared, sad, angry? I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, strong Christians out there who do. They do, they understand that. Um, but um, my point here is that you can look deep in your heart, uh, to look deep in your mind, and ask God to renew your mind and your soul and kind of look deeper into why you think the things you think and why you do the things we, th we do. Um, and, you know, I I'm praying for you. I'm praying that God brings change to minds, of course, all over the world. There's a lot of, uh, you know, the human condition is that, uh, you know, we think we are correct. We're kind of like um, it's this is kind of weird, but until we think about death, we we kind of think we're kind of gods in a way. We think we're kind of, um, we you know we think we're all. We think uh, there's nothing outside of us, and but when we really sit down and think about it, we you know we do, we do need a savior. You know that's what the Messiah basically at the end of this came to do. He came to save us. He came. Has the world really changed? I don't think the human condition has changed. But I think that we now have a savior. He died on the cross for us and he paid for our sins. Something we should have suffered, he suffered. And, you know, that's why the only reason we should love him is because he he, he brought justice. He brought uh, love. Uh, he brought uh, uh, everything um, we stand for. And uh, those commandments are in our hearts, like it says in Deuteronomy. Those... Um, uh, it says here uh, for this commandment that I command you today is not too hard for you neither is it far off it is not in heaven that you should say who will ascend to heaven for us and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it neither is it beyond the sea that you should say who will bring it over the sea for us and bring it to us that we may hear it, it and do it but the words is very near you it is in your mouth and in your heart so that you can do it so God has made us with a heart. Uh, here in Deuteronomy thirty eleven, um, God has uh, has put that in our heart, uh, who He is, and sometimes the human condition. You know, um, we're always influenced, uh, I think, by evil, and you know, Satan is like a, you know, Satan is like a spirit that's been corrupt, uh, corruption, and has brought all that stuff. But Jesus is our Savior. And, you know, um, it's not our, uh, how to put it, people will always have uh, different, um, they will always have, there will always be different point of views of things, uh, but there's some things that are, are um, you know, we know from Jesus that are um, non-neutral, non-negotiable non um so we can look to the person of jesus and uh i think we should in today's time you know just get closer to jesus get closer to him keep praying prayer is powerful i know people are tired of prayers but 
uh, we should never be tired of prayers um, and that's my number one thing keep praying keep reading the word um, and keep fighting honestly if you uh, I think be ready with the word uh, not violence you have to fight um, I think sometimes by uh, people don't like to share their opinion a lot but sometimes it's necessary that you do it in an educated way obviously don't be uh, speaking um, you know replying to social media posts I don't think that might be the best way but you know share something share um, you know you can share things I think we shouldn't be afraid of that um, but anyways finishing off third time popular notion of the messiah he's a powerful god uh, but he's a loving father so just stick to him and look deep into your heart and ask him if he can you know ask jesus to uh, open your mind and your heart and your soul to understand his love for him and so that's all i have for you guys today thank you for listening and uh, stay safe and take care thank you